Morning, guys. How's it going? We're back. It's Monday. And believe it or not, I'm still not 100% over my tonsillitis. We're going on like day nine. Only the people close to me or people who pay attention know this, but I have a crap autoimmune system. Um, I do have like an autoimmune condition. I'm not diagnosed. Um, but I have a really hard time shaking illness. So we're day nine. My voice is still kind of like weird. I'm sorry. Um, not sorry. I'm not apologizing. I'm just letting you know if I sound funny to you on the other end, I'm still contending with it. But hey, we've been consistent so far. Why? Why stop a good thing? Why? Why? Why bother that? So in the morning, it's the worst. And that's when I've been doing my videos. So when I listen to myself, for the audio version for the podcast, when I listen to myself, I'm like, is that my voice? My voice? You know, like on the Emperor's New Groove when the kitten, are you guys with me? And then just like, my voice. And you just hear yourself. I can't stand to hear myself. Okay, so if you do a lot of videos, if you do any kind of like video content or audio content, maybe you have a podcast, what do you think about hearing your own voice? Because for me, it, it causes me some serious like, oh, that's what I sound like. That's how I go about the world. That's... That's like, it's a trigger for me. I'm like, ah. <laughs> uh, but I do it anyway. Okay. You go through the fear, you feel the fear and do it anyway. So I've been putting myself out there for a few years now. Um, kind of got over myself so that I'm able to do this and I'm able to do this and show up with like my hair, like freaking top knot crooked falling out in front of you. Like, but honestly, it's been a few years now. So I'm kind of over like overthinking it. Although, yes, when I hear my own voice, it's like my own voice. And when you're editing your videos. Okay, so I like doing the live videos, not doing like super edited videos like I used to do for YouTube. Because when I do it live, at least I don't have to go back and meticulously edit the video and notice all of the mannerisms and things I do that make me naturally like uncomfortable to share myself. I don't know if you've ever done any kind of video editing. And you're like trying to make it perfect, but like if you have like any kind of like perfectionism or self critique, it's it's tough, okay? Because you're like seeing all your little mannerisms and the things you do, and now you're aware. Now you're aware of like how weird you are and how people might see those things. But we're all like that, so get over yourself. Like I said, I had to get over myself because it is almost like an ego thing. It's like who's gonna be paying that much attention to the way that you know. I talk with my hands, okay? So that's one thing I'm self-conscious about. I talk with my hands, um, which if you ever try to edit somebody, like cut together the video and they talk with their hands, I just make it way too difficult for myself. So these live videos work for me, but my voice, my mannerisms, all that stuff still trigger me. I just do it anyway. So if you're somebody who's like, I don't have the courage to do live video content or start a podcast, would you my thing? That fear never goes away, okay? <laughs> you just learn to do it anyway. You can actually train your mind, this is kind of off topic, but you can actually train your, train your mind to turn fear and anxiety into excitement. How cool is that? You can actually feel excited about it rather than afraid of it. You can train your mind to do that. And that's what I've learned to do. Where I would naturally translate something as like, I'm afraid to do this video. Now I'm excited to do this video. I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. I'm excited to see how it's gonna go and who's gonna watch and what the reaction's gonna be rather than I'm afraid to do this video and I'm scared of what's going to happen and how people are going to react to it. So you can train your mindset to be different and that's going to make it a whole lot easier for you if you're just getting into this content thing. Um, if you're trying to build an audience, 
And the minute you do that, you'll be able to be your more natural self. You're not going to be so contrived or trying to like, you know, um, hide your mannerisms or, or hide the things you might be embarrassed about or change your voice. You'll be able to just do it more naturally because again, turn that fear into excitement in your head. And also just remember that like people are people too. We've all got weird mannerisms, 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 aneurysms, mannerisms. <laughs> We've all got weird mannerisms. We have all got little like quirks. Um, so my real is your real and whatever. But Speaking of which, I have been doing this a long time. I know it doesn't seem that way because some of you guys are brand new to me. Uh, so maybe you have no idea and you're like, who's this girl? What's her deal? So that's what we're going to talk about today. But it is Monetize It Monday. I think I mentioned that. So we're going to talk about how I was able to monetize myself and make a full-time living online. So for the four people watching live right now, say hello to me. We're going to get into a little bit of a story time. I'll share with you how I first started making money online, why I started making money online, and some of the things I learned very early on that have really helped me kind of sustain myself long term. So my journey into online, making money online, started very similar to how a lot of people start. I actually googled how to make money online. I actually googled that, okay? So if you've ever googled that, hey, you know what kind of comes up, which is all the scams and sketchy stuff usually has got the strong SEO. So you, it's hard to find anything legitimate if you Google how to make money online. Hey Mary, what's up? Um, so yeah, so I googled how do you make money online and <laughs> what came up was all the scammy, sketchy stuff and then and then I, I was at the time, I just graduated from um, here, it's called Motion Picture Arts Production MPA program. So I have my uh, degree in Motion Picture Arts Production, which is film school. Okay, so I just graduated from that. Um, I had spent a year doing an independent study in screenwriting. So I had all these scripts. I also had been very strong in like storytelling and language arts and stuff. If you see all my typos and shit, it might seem hard to believe, but writing is a strength for me. So I wanted to start a career um, doing writing, but the problem was after I finished school, I ended up moving back to my hometown of Medicine Hat. And um, even though I'd like recently broken up with the boyfriend I'd had all through college, I met my now husband and within four months of dating each other, we got pregnant. So I was pregnant when I was looking this up. I was in a relationship with someone that I really didn't know what was gonna happen with that relationship. And I was kind of, I, I mean, I don't know how else to say it. I was like desperate to figure out a way to start my career. There's not a lot of opportunities for people with a degree in motion picture arts production with an interest in screenwriting here in this little shithole of medicine hat. I mean, love it here, but no, for real. Like there's wasn't really a lot of opportunity for me. So I was like, okay, well maybe I could do something online. So I Googled how to make money online because I knew this was a thing because you see ads for it all the time. And everything was like a scammy like MLM kind of like direct sale. It just seemed like really complex. But then when I searched how to make money writing online, I learned about freelance copywriting and online content writing. And I was like, that's definitely something I could do. So I then started to apply for jobs on a website that was called Upwork at the time. Um, no, it was Elance at the time. It's Upwork now. So I started to apply for work on Upwork which was then called Elance, like freelance. Um, and, I, and I created a profile on there and I used my writing samples from college. They became my writing samples, all my, my college essays 
my screenplays, my short and long screenplay from my independent study, all that I put up into my portfolio. And then I started to search for like script writing jobs and anything related to at the time, because I was like, well, I just try and sell like scripts and like start the career that way. So I started to apply for anything that was related to like script writing, kind of screenwriting, like kind of stuff. So through that, I was able to land a gig writing explainer videos for a YouTube channel. Um, so the YouTube channel was really just like this SEO kind of thing where like local businesses based in San Diego, San Bernardino, whatever, they would um, create little YouTube videos explaining their business. And then you could transcribe those and get SEO. This was a thing at the time. It was 2012. SEO has changed a bit, but that's what the job was right? Explainer video scripts. And <laughs> with little context of really SEO or what I was actually doing or providing, I just wrote some witty scripts for different businesses for this SEO company. And they liked my writing. And so they offered me the opportunity to kind of work as their like kind of in-house general copywriter. So I went from just writing the scripts to then just writing like website copy. So landing pages, sales pages, blogs, like writing everything they needed for their clients. It was a large SEO company, a large SEO agency. And I started just writing copy for them. Um, and that was my first introduction to the world of digital marketing. So I started out in SEO. We were optimizing for keywords. So we did the keyword research using like Google trends, Google keyword trends or whatever you could use. Discover what keywords to hit on. It was all localized. So trying to hit geo targets. And I did that for a long time. I worked with that company for like, I guess I left officially in 2016. So I got really lucky right out of the gate that I was able to create kind of sustainable income. And I didn't have to like pedal my wares too hard with these guys. They immediately just sent me everything. And then we had an agreement for a retainer. And so I was working remotely in medicine hat, but they just fed me content writing jobs. And a lot of it was random. I make the joke that I wrote about everything, including the kitchen sink, um, because literally we were writing for plumbing websites. So we were writing about kitchen sinks. So that was kind of the joke I would make. Like I can write about anything in the kitchen sink, you know, and I mean, literally I was writing about that. So I just got this kind of thrown into the water, you know, learn to swim. Here's your new career in digital marketing, specifically SEO, copywriting, content writing. However, my story didn't end there. I didn't just like build my content writing business. I started to put up kind of writing samples from the work I was doing there. And so I started just getting jobs of my own. So I had the jobs coming from there. And then I also was getting content. <laughs> Eric says, I got a kitchen sink gig for you. Cool thing. I'd uh, love to hear about it. I don't really do that anymore though. Cause I'll get into how like kind of went on that side quest. I guess turned into side quest, turned into a whole other life journey is I started using Facebook groups to connect with web, web design people, web developers, and they needed content writing. So they needed people to write the content because oftentimes web designers are not very like, they're more in the design realm, they're not content writers. So they needed content writers to sell content because SEO is essentially very important. And it's a great add-on if you do web design, like web development, if you can add on the content because a lot of people aren't into writing and they don't know what to put on their website they don't know how to write sales copy or they don't even know how to do their SEO optimization stuff. So I started getting gigs that way, doing like the website content strategy for websites for web developers. And they would make me an add on and I would kind of just be like an add on service to their clients. So again, not really having to market myself as a content writer, just having to make friends with the right people 
so that they would then just kind of like sub hire me into their contracts and I would provide for them copy and they could take the credit for the copy because all of this was doing like ghostwriting. So you don't get a byline. It's actually for me as a creative person, like I did all this writing work, it's out there on the web and I never took any credit for it. It's just delivering these kind of just, you know, 2000 word packages, just sending those out to people and they're just up on the web. Content that I wrote that I don't really have any claim to. But that went on, I did some ebook writing for people, some ghost writing, some different stuff like that. That went on like for me, 2012 to 2016 was just doing, okay? But while doing, I also shared a lot of my story um, online. So again, like I'm rebuilding my Facebook, but there are people on my other Facebook. If you've come over and you found me, it's so nice to see you, thank you for finding me. But on my other Facebook, the one I lost access to, the one that I talk about all the time and you know, we're four weeks into it and we, we're rebuilding. Um, there's people who I met in Facebook groups and had built relationships with um, who were also kind of having online businesses and building their career online. And so I have like a network of people through that who kind of heard my story. Um, and I shared my story. I shared my, my first son being born. I shared my, my life kind of growing, coming into my own, building my personal brand. Um, the brand that you see in front of you has been on, you know, <laughs> a life journey, uh, a transformation, really. Like, it's funny, this is how I ended up. But, you know, I've gone through, like, years now. Like, this is my eighth year, I guess, because, you know, I started dabbling in online writing and stuff. 2011, got really serious, and in 2012, my son was born in 2012. And that's when I started to take it really seriously. This is how I'm going to make an income and contribute to my family. My motivation was to make enough money that I could be like self-sustaining. So my motivation was just very clear at that time. Just like, I don't care what I have to write about. Um, I'm just going to write. I'm just going to make money doing this. It's decent paying. Um, that's how it all started out. But honestly, like I've been on a journey to get where I am right now. And through that, I've told my story. I've shared, you know, my motivations. And I've changed a lot because I used to be like trying to be one of those Instagram girls. Everything's like perfectly curated trying to build like, you know, this personal brand image. I've had so many like revamps of my brand and like my what I'm doing and my who I am. And like a lot of people think it has to be perfect right out of the gate. I have never had perfect. I've never felt like, okay, this is it. This is what we're sticking with. It's been an evolution. I've changed my products and my offerings and my business model so many times. But to get back on track, like when I started to do this and tell my story, people started to see me as someone who's really good at visibility. Okay, like really good at being visible online. Um, so people started to ask me to teach them that. So this became this like thing where I had my content writing business was how I made money. But people on Facebook started asking me like, could you teach me how to do what you're doing? Which is like I was getting followers just organically through doing content and Facebook Live came out and that's really where I started to blow up on my other Facebook. Um, people just started to find me and like see my content and I was sharing a lot of tips and information about what I did to make money in my lifestyle as someone who was self-employed and stuff. So people started to ask me, can you teach me how to be visible online? So in 2016, I took a leap of faith and I said goodbye to content writing and I started doing visibility coaching and I launched a program called How to Tell Your Story Online. And I filled some spots in that program and it was pretty like grassroots, like it wasn't like a huge like launch or anything, but I filled it and I did that for a couple of months coaching people on their online visibility. So I was now an online visibility coach. Um, I was teaching people what I'd learned about content marketing and telling your story and how to find people to pay attention and who you should be targeting, um, who your target audience should be. So 2016, 
was when I kind of left content writing and started making money as a coach, a visibility coach. And I also started taking some side work as a consultant on website strategy because through my experience with SEO and kind of like content stuff with like sales pages, landing pages, SEO blogs, eBooks, I got into funnel marketing and kind of like the traffic patterns, though it's boring, okay? But basically when someone hits your website, the sequences of events are very important. So you wanna collect your emails for your, your opt-in so you can remarket to people because they usually don't, like if it's a higher ticket item, they don't usually buy right away. So collecting the traffic in the form of like opt-in funnels. So you're having your freebies. Anyways, digital marketing, funnel marketing. So I started doing some side consulting on that as well. So by 2016, I was kind of like a hot mess of things, how I made my money. I still did some copywriting with some older clients that like had existing relationships with, but my main bread and butter was coaching and consulting and teaching people how to be visible online. I did some speaking gigs then and kind of put my feet in the water of what that would look like, um, which, you know, I wish that I'd had the confidence at the time. Like it was still pretty new to me to like pursue that further because opportunities were coming in and I was like, whoa, whoa, hold back. Um, and so 2016 was like the pivotal shift year from content writer, copywriter, Brandy into like whatever I am now <laughs> um, in front of you. But sincerely, sincerely, it was just all very organic how things changed. And 2016 was also a hard year financially. Although we still like could count on my income, it was decent. I did take like a huge hit shifting from being a service provider, a copywriter, just focusing on doing the work to being an actual like brand or service that I had to market myself. Because when I had the work fed to me, it was really like easy actually to make the money online. If you are getting started, you wanna look for those relationships where you don't need to like build your own list or do your own marketing so much. You wanna try and like get your, get your experience in. And for me, that's where I was really lucky is I got my experience in really early because I had these people that were like, we like your writing style, will you write for us? And they fed me all my work. So now when I look back, I'm like, okay, there's all these people, they start and they launch and they do all of this investment in their own marketing, but they don't have the experience. So they don't have the work coming in like I did to go through basically the boot camp of learning and like quick like work experience to kind of figure this stuff out. I had consistent income almost immediately when I started online. And when I look back, I'm like, okay, that's why I was able to kind of evolve so quickly. It was because also when I was doing stuff on Facebook and telling my story and meeting people on Facebook and building my little network and starting up my following and building my audience, I wasn't, requiring that audience to pay me anything because I had an income. Instead, I was able to build relationships with people that wasn't like, I have something immediately to sell you. I did get clients just by talking about what I was doing, but the majority of my income came from this other stream that was kind of like a back-end kind of thing that just kept coming. Like all the work I could possibly want for copywriting, content writing was just being fed to me day in, day out. Like I was neck deep to the point sometimes I'd have to go hire it out. So I had work experience first doing content writing. And then I was just like sharing in the front end and building my audience, but I didn't really have anything to sell. And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to monetize this audience by doing visibility coaching and stuff. And that year I took like literally cut my income in half, literally went from, you know, being very successful, like very successful, you know, I don't like sharing the amount that a person makes 
but just doing the work versus trying to market myself and fill programs and launch and stuff, it was, it was basically cut in half. I went from being like very like, you know, doing well, money wasn't, you know, a major concern for us to like suffering a little bit and going into the coaching and consulting space. It was a huge hit. And so then I had to adapt very quickly. I also learned a lot about myself monetizing, like monetizing my writing was one thing, like selling just copywriting and stuff. It, it was a lot different than selling myself as a coach or consultant. Um, there was a lot more that went into that as far as branding and my stuff had never been that polished because that hadn't been the focus. I had to learn so much um, about what I was actually doing to try and like even, you know, find a little space for myself in the coaching and consulting space, which actually is a lot more saturated, I think, than the copywriting space. But also it was a lot more reliant on my personal brand image and like who I was and how I was able to articulate myself and how people like kind of felt about me. I had I had to change a lot of things to try and be able to, you know, fill, fill slots in that and make money doing that. Okay, so when I was just a service provider, content writer, people didn't really care. What is your profile picture? Like, what's your online image? What are you putting out there? Like, it didn't really matter. It was like, can you write? Here's your writing samples. Looks like you can do the job. I like it. Here you go. Here's some money. Do the job. Like, service providing, if you're looking for a way to monetize, go into the service space. Graphic design, content writing, web design, um, like even VA, virtual assistant, very lucrative and doesn't require you to have all your ducks in a row as far as like a personal brand. If you're trying to build an audience, a lot of people start out thinking, oh, I need to have, you know, this brand image. What I'm trying to say is if you're just strictly doing service providing, you need a portfolio to prove that you can do the things you can do. And you can usually sell that without having this elaborate brand and like mission statement stuff. You can work on that as you go. You can work on your website. You can build that stuff up. But usually if you have a service, you can provide and you can provide it consistently and duplicate on results and deliver it. And you have writing samples or if it's design a portfolio, you could start making money online today. There are people out there who need those services. You could monetize that. You don't need a logo, a brand, like mission, brand statement. You don't need an elaborate story. Literally, there are freelance jobs aplenty in the digital marketing space for people who can write, who can design, who can create websites, who understand funnel marketing or can develop like click funnels, lead pages. I use ConvertTree. That's my choice for funnel building. But honestly, if you can do those things and you can do them well for people, there's a demand for that. And it actually does not require you to have an audience, a social media audience that we're talking about. It doesn't require you to have like an elaborate marketing plan, really. You just need to go find the right people who hire for those jobs and they exist. And I was very lucky that my first attempt out the gate connected me with people that had copywriting work, content writing work aplenty. So the reason why this fits into Monetize It Monday is because a lot of people, what I learned when I got into visibility coaching and stuff, thought you needed to have kind of all this other stuff, like I said, perfect website, perfect brand, brand statement, brand story, your own like funnel, like all these elaborate things. They've been told they need that in order to land clients doing these other simple things like content writing, web design, um, like anything like VA, virtual assistant, those kind of things. So they were kind of putting the horse before the cart. And my experience was the exact opposite. I did the work, like I was in the trenches doing the work. And then I came out and I learned about all that other stuff like branding and funnels and, you know, marketing yourself as a personal brand. 
Um, and I only had to learn how to do that to sell coaching and consulting that wasn't really like substantial to what I was doing as a copywriter. Whew. Okay, so we've covered a lot of ground here, but basically 2012, started my journey online, did content writing for four years, 2016, went into coaching and consulting, took a huge pay cut in order to do that, didn't necessarily love it also at the time, didn't necessarily think that it was the bee's knees doing um, coaching and consulting for people on their own stuff. Kind of missed, you know, more just like kind of like being behind the scenes kind of thing, but also just kind of bit off more than I could chew. I mean, if I'm being frank about my life mistakes and choices, at the time I thought, well, if I leave this comfort zone of this SEO agency that had been feeding me all my work, I'm gonna be fine. My online following is big enough that I'll be able to fill my coaching programs and I'll be the next Amy Porterfield. At the time I was really like loving what Kim Luna was doing. I think around that time she'd had her million dollar launch. So I was big into the Freedom Hackers group, like looking up to like Kim Luna, seeing what she was doing. There's a few other emerging ones like Zach's, Zachary Spucker thing, there's this heart soul hustle. Like there was only people I was looking up to that were doing these big launches at the time. And I thought, I'll just do that. So I'll be a coach and consultant and I'll do a big personal brand launch. Um, I was listening to a lot of like Gary Vee crushing it. Like I was just feeling really inspired to kind of go out of the content writing world and emerge into this new world of like, you know, celebrity level marketers. So I did kind of like my own thing, did my how to tell your story online launch, did coaching and consulting, and I hated it, okay? Like I hated it. I hated how much more difficult it was to get someone to say yes to like a coaching contract than it had been to get people to say yes to content writing contracts. I hated that it was just like really like personal and like intimate conversations and I felt like we were going over the same things over and over again. I mean, it just wasn't my thing. I was a doer. Like I'm someone who needs to like get in there and I'll move your pieces around and I'll make things happen for you. I'm not someone who wants to have like a two hour conversation about what we're actually doing and then have you change your mind and then talk about it again. Like, and coaching and consulting is a lot of that. It's a lot of conversation. It's a lot of like w helping people work through things and I'm a doer. I wanna get in there. I just wanna do it. Like, that's me. I learned that about myself. I'm not a very good coach, so don't hire me to be your personal like life coach or anything like that or your brand coach. Visibility coaching, not my thing. I can get on here and talk about it. Like I like to talk about it, but I don't want to get into like these intimate conversations with people about their shit because I'm like, be a doer. I've always been a doer. Just go do the things. You'll learn so much. Just get in there. Just play with your life. Like that's me. So when people want to have like long conversations about, you know, what we're doing and why we're doing it and then change their mind, and stuff, that's a lot of coaching. That's a lot of what consulting is. It's a lot of conversations very slow baby steps, unless you're a pusher. And some of my people was really resistant to that because I'm like, let's just launch this. Let's just do it. I'm a pusher. But anyways, <laughs> I learned I am not a good coach. I'm probably not the best consultant um, in the personal like one-to-one -one space because I'm a doer and I'm not a conversationalist when it comes to like, let's talk about this a hundred times before we do anything. Um, I am literally like a pusher, going to push people towards like doing something, like make some money, try some things. What's the big deal? Like, and some people want to get into the nitty gritty of it. And that wasn't me. So I struggled and I struggled in that, that self-appointed coach consultant space. And then, and then I started a Facebook ads business because it was lucrative. Okay. So like really like wrapping up, cause I want to keep this under 30 minutes. Although if you're, if you're still engaged, say hi, if you're still interested, say hi. I was just 
out of the blue, I've been doing Facebook ads kind of on the side because I'd taken that income cut. So I just started writing some Facebook ads and doing Facebook ads for people and stuff. And that was doing very well. And I was like, I could just do Facebook ads for like a year or two maybe and figure myself out again. Because again, it was back to the service kind of thing where I was doing Facebook ads, no contract, no retainer, just great ads. So I started doing Facebook ads for people, Facebook ads on demand. And from November of 2017 until, you know, like mid 2018, Facebook ads on demand, just hire me, I'll do a Facebook ad for you. And I did that. Um, again, that was kind of just like out of the blue, I decided there is good money, good demand. I can do this like with my eyes closed. I know the Facebook ads manager, that's what I'm going to do. And so I just kind of stepped away from consulting and coaching because I wasn't having tons of success in it. I was frustrated a lot with my clients, which wasn't a good dynamic because I felt like we weren't moving quick enough. Like I would normally do if it was mine and I had control. Um, I, I learned about myself. You learn about yourself by doing these things. And so I moved into this kind of Facebook ads on demand service, did that. It was very lucrative, was happy doing that. Um, and kind of moved into that. And then now what am I doing now? Well, I'm doing some things. Okay. I'm going to make an announcement in a little while. I'm doing some things right now, but mostly I'm just working one-to-one -one with clients. The Facebook ads on demand thing, like it was working, but then like Facebook ads changed the rules that you can't talk about Facebook in your ads. So I would run ads for my ads. Um, and then I got kind of punched in the face when Facebook changed that. And you're not really allowed to like advertise advertising very well. Like you have to be really clever with the wording and stuff. And my way of doing it just wasn't working anymore where it wasn't coming in as consistently as I'd like. And I was kind of bored. I mean, this is what you probably learned from this. Like over the last few years, I've changed so much because like, I'm not someone who likes to be stagnant. And when I have an idea, I just like to roll with it. So what am I doing now while well, I'm dabbling in drop shipping? Um, I'm going to be announcing, but I might as well just say right now, I'm going to be doing some work with Shopify. Um, so I'm taking like job with Shopify. So, you know, that starts on the 26th. I'm working one-on-one -on -one with a few clients um, and we're working on building their audiences, specifically like building Facebook groups. Uh, I actually did some like side hustle, I guess, where I was doing some Instagram automation on a dedicated server. Like, I was just doing things. Like I'm very much a play with your life kind of person and make money where you can with your different skills. And because I've had these experiences up until now where I've like put on so many different kinds of hats and tried so many different things, it was really like what makes me happy, but also like where can I be of the most service for people who are, you know, willing to give me a chance? Like what am I actually an expert at? I would say audience building is my thing, like helping people actually get engagement on their content. Like that's my magic to create content that people engage with and interact with. You know, I've, I've turned into like this like memer, like I make memes for my clients. Like we make funny memes that are on topic. We create ads and marketing funnels and stuff that are more fun and more like authentic or engaging rather than trying to do like the same thing everybody else is doing. So I kind of have my own way now. I've kind of like gone through the grind of like trying to be like everybody else and realizing that's not going to work for me. I've just like had some experiences, I guess. And I've just grown and I've just been like, okay, well, what is this really about? So the reason this is like monetizing Monday is because if you're watching this video and you're thinking like, I have to do all this stuff before I can make money online. Well, I didn't do all that stuff. I didn't have a personal brand. I didn't go get a brand photo shoot. I didn't have a website. I started making money online right out of the gate. So find something you're good at that you could see yourself doing. You can monetize that. But the reason why this really fits with monetizing Monday is because that's what I've been doing is I've been learning skills 
making money doing stuff, learning skills, making money, learning skills, making money. Like it's just been like rinse and repeat, do things so that I can, and this has always been the goal, bring in a full-time income and be at home. And the opportunities for me don't really exist here in Medicine Hat, Medicine Hat, Alberta. The opportunities that I want don't necessarily exist here. It's a smaller city. It's five, 10 years behind as far as tech goes. You know, I've tried to like market and like start a marketing agency here in Medicine Hat. I've tried to do that in the back end. And you know, like there's just not the demand for it here immediately, but online there's like tons of opportunities for what I do this, this kind of like digital marketing, content marketing skill set that I've developed. So I stay online and I continue to come up with, I would call them micro business models where I come up with packages and services that I can do and then sell them to people who need them that they also understand kind of the, the content marketing, digital marketing world. Because also when you go out and I go out into a city like Medicine Hat, I have to explain so much about myself. I have to explain so much about content marketing and funnel marketing and Facebook ads and before it used to be like SEO and stuff like I always have to explain it before I can sell it. Whereas in the digital world, like the digital entrepreneurship world, people already get it. They already get me. They already get this like work from home, laptop lifestyle, freedom entrepreneur deal. So people already get me and I don't have to explain myself constantly, which is the problem with like out in the real world. It's, it's a form of sales, obviously, to teach, explain it and then sell it. But as one person who's had, like I said, an easy ride, kind of like I was introduced to it thrown into the pool. I was looking at it like I was thrown into the pool. It's just a lot of work to go out and try and like explain it and sell it when there's people out there who already get it and they're going to hire me when they see kind of like my portfolio of experience and what I'm able to do for them. It's just been easier. But the reason this fits in is if you are absolutely like, how do I make money online? It seems so convoluted. It seems so complicated. Like, you know, maybe you've tried some different things. Maybe you're in the coaching and consulting space, but I would say it's the most difficult choice. It's the most difficult from my own experience. Okay, I'm only speaking from my own experience. The most difficult choice. Coaching and consulting is the most difficult choice of all the options that are out there, okay? Coaching and consulting, very saturated, a lot of self-appointed experts out there, you know, doing their thing. Very competitive. There's kind of like, you know, a saturation of people with courses and programs. But if you're a service provider, okay, if you can do something like Facebook ads, copywriting, if you can provide like a service, that's the easier route because there's people out there who already need those. The coaching and consulting space is very competitive. It requires, like I said, a lot of pieces to be working for you. But the service space, and I think, okay, if you guys have the time for me, because there's a bunch of people joining in. Hi, Mary says, I agree. Anya says, agreed with a kind of like cry out, laugh emoji. Okay. The reason why I believe that this is the, the case, why the coaching and consulting is a lot more difficult than the service base, is not just the saturation, but the fact that if you provide a service, it's a tangible product. If you sell something tangible, it's so much easier. Like I have this little drop shipping store where I sell little pins uh, little t-shirts, things like that, novelty items. It's like, here's the thing. Do you want this thing? Here's the price. Buy the thing. It's not a personal like life journey to make the decision. Like if you want the thing, here's the thing. Copywriting, like you want content writing? Here's my portfolio of samples. Oh, you like my style? Pay me the money. I'll deliver you something in a similar style. It's a tangible. Service providing is 
delivering tangibles. And because you're delivering tangibles, people can easily see the value per money for the item that they're purchasing. A lot of things with coaching and consulting, you're paying for ideas, you're paying for someone to tell you about things or help you kind of identify things about yourself and walk you through processes and stuff. And it's harder for people to say yes to that because it's hard to show the tangibles. And that's why you need your testimonials. That's why you need your kind of like your trainings and your freebies and your stuff that is prove your knowledge and expertise. That's basically the replacement of the tangible is to show the transformations and the you know, results you've been able to generate for other people. But coaching and consulting does not really give you any tangible to show. You can have like reviews and you can have testimonials, but you don't have the same like tangibles for people to like hold in their hand or, you know, see in front of them. And so if the better you can deliver, like the better you can deliver results that you can show evidence of, the better you're going to do in the coaching and consulting space. But a lot of it is just like convoluted they just have to believe that you are going to provide them with the best results or you're the best fit for them. Sorry, I just got to click that. There's just a pop up here. Okay. So yeah, that's the reason why I think that is. It's just in my opinion, if you have a service or you have something you can duplicate on multiple times, like even a Facebook ad, it's a tangible, you pay me a couple hundred dollars. I'll create a Facebook ad for you. I'll pop it into your ads manager. You can see it up and running. You can look at it. You can run it and see the results coming. Like it's a tangible versus I'm going to tell you about Facebook ads. Not that you can't make money doing that. I'm just saying there's a lot of people doing that and it's more competitive and more difficult to prove and show evidence of services where it's at. If you're in a desperate state where you're like, I got to monetize something. I got to make money. I want to make money now. What can you do that you can duplicate to do multiple times for many people that is a tangible whether it's selling a physical item, like something physically that they can touch and feel and have in their home and have around them, even an online course where all the materials just come as a downloadable, like they can actually see what they're purchasing. It's way better than a coaching program that's like, you know, four hours of my time for, you know, a thousand dollars. That's the saturated market. The easiest thing to sell is a tangible physical thing. So monetize it Monday. There's the gem right there. If you have no, no tangibles, you're going to struggle, especially if you don't have testimonials and a long, long kind of history of case studies that prove that you're an expert in this specific area. Um, so coaching and consulting, that's what you're going to need. I didn't necessarily think that like it would be as hard as it was when I moved into that space, honestly, but I also had the, the experience, the previous experience of like making like a thousand, two thousand dollars a week doing content writing, going down to making $2,000 a month, doing coaching because I had to fill my own spots and it was so much more difficult. This was my own experience. If your experience is different, good for you. But for me, when I made that swap from a service provider to a coach or slash consultant, oh my God, I was like, well, what have I done? But now, you know, like better for it because I have the experience that I can share with you and now I can give people honest advice if you are brand new, get yourself something tangible. Mary says, you're right. Thank you, Mary. How's that for, for watching till the end? There are six people watching right now. I can keep going and keep telling you about, you know, <laughs> this stuff, but I think I'm going to wrap it up on that. That's my story. Like 2012 content writer did that, did that till 2016, did coaching and consulting really for a year, really gave it my, my all for a year. 
um, you know, built some of my own funnels, did some of my own marketing and personal branding, went into all that, you know, wanna be like, I wanna be Amy Porterfield kind of idea in my head. Um, and now I'm kind of a hybrid of both, I guess. When I work with my clients, I do tangibles, okay? I provide services. I find that if I'm doing it for them, I wanna work with people like who are like not interested in doing the techie stuff, building their social media audiences, messing around on Instagram, running their own ads. I wanna do that stuff for them so that they can do the stuff that they're good at and they take that time and they can have that time back that they're spending and they're not any good at it and they don't enjoy it at all. I do enjoy it. So it's a good relationship. I work, when I work one-to-one, I provide the tangibles. I do it for you. I also now have courses and programs that I'm selling and I'm working on making more of those to teach the things that I'm knowledgeable in, but I'm not doing like one-to-one training or consulting or coaching right now. Um, And like I said, I'm gonna move into this full-time position with Shopify here that I'll be starting right away. So I'm really excited about that. So everything I'll be doing will kind of be like side income because now I'm gonna have this like, contract, salary-based contract with Shopify. I'm really excited to do that. Um, But for the last few years, I've been self-employed, fully sustainable, just going job to job, freelance kind of contractor here, really, when when you put it down. But doing tangibles was always more successful for me than doing coaching or consulting. And that's why I wanted to make this video, really, is because people, like, that's the most common thing people ask me about, is like, how do you make money online? Like, how does this even work? Well, Honestly, if there's something you're good at and you enjoy doing and there's demand for it or if there's a physical product, so you like even Etsy store like kind of stuff, like if you can make something, that's the fastest route to monetization, okay? Finding one thing you can duplicate on and sell to multiple people that there's a demand for. You don't need an elaborate marketing plan. You just need to prove that there's evidence and a demand for it and then find a market and and run with it. Um, It's not like we talk about audience building it's not like oh i need to have followers i need to have this huge like social media following you need something people actually are gonna buy that they actually need that they actually want they can you know it's tangible they can see it they can feel it it's real if you want to be a coach or consultant i say your best bet is to start doing that now at whatever price you can get people to pay you and document everything so that you can create those case studies so that you can deliver tangibles so that you can show evidence of your ability to ha- help people have success in one particular area. Also transformation, like go from this to this is very important. Like I always say when I'm marketing like myself, I say help people go from dabbling to strategizing with their social media audience. Like we talk about dabbling, like you're just messing around trying to figure out what works to go strategizing. I'll tell you what works. Um, that's kind of how I do it, but you need a transformation. Go from this to this. That's how you sell untangibles. Did you kind of tell people, here's what you're going to invest in and here's what the result's going to be. However, if you're brand new to this, I say figure out something tangible. It's a lot easier and then find a demand for it. I can't believe there's still like six people watching. Like you watched all the way through. So there must've been some good stuff in this video. Tell me what the impact point was for you. Did I say something that put a little light bulb moment above your head? Or did I just confirm something that you already believed? Or maybe I helped you with something you've been struggling with or something you kind of maybe thought but weren't sure of. Tell me what you got from this one today. Anyways, now you know my story. Now you know where I came from, how I ended up here. Like I said, everything used to be a lot more difficult for me. 
Um, but I kind of weeded through my own bullshit. And now this is just what you get. You get these uh, live broadcasts that turn into my podcast. And I'm putting up on my blog. So wherever you're listening or watching, if it's on the replay or if you're watching the YouTube channel, leave me a comment below. I hope that you enjoyed today's content. Me talking here. I haven't had a sip of coffee in a few minutes. So I'm going to get back to that. Um, but I hope you guys are having a good day. And I hope if anything has left you feeling positive and didn't break you down. I think if anything, this is what I've become a testament to is there's an idea of what like making a living online looks like what we see on Instagram, you know, people like jet set and lifestyle hanging out in resorts, their Airbnb, working at their laptop by the beach, like there's this idea of what work from home life is. And then and then there's like people like me that are like messy hair, sweatpants, mom at home in their modest office, modest little office in some place like shit nowhere medicine hat, making a living, you know, an honest living, selling things that they are good at. And that could be you. And it's, it takes a lot of the, like the BS away from it. And it's just like, find something, find something that you can do and you can see yourself doing that there's a demand for online and create yourself a little business doing it. I am totally like not an Instagram girl, like, you know, <laughs> in an Airbnb somewhere, like I get to, I get cool opportunities because of what I do. And I, it's cause I have established experience in it, but honestly, right out of the gate, that's what it looked like. Me at home, laptop, writing copy for online entrepreneurs, writing blogs and eBooks and, and content and just like enjoying my life and making good money doing it and being with my kids. That's the biggest thing it was like, I was able to be with my kids at home, pay my bills, contribute to our household. It's been a good, like, you know, starting in 2000, I guess it's like my first job. I just looked 2011. So eight years, just good, a good, you know, life. It's been a good life um, so far. I turned 30 this year. So I'm a little bit like, you know, what is life? What is the meaning? I'm a little bit existential these days, but I feel so grateful that I started this like journey when I was like 21, 22 and I'm 30 now and have all this wisdom and experience from doing it. And I also have, like I said, weeded through a lot of the bullshit, okay? So if you take anything away from listening to this today, weed through the bullshit, the earlier the better, and create something, build a life that you enjoy. Uh, that's my advice to you. Have some fun with it. it it's all good. All right. Uh, Jennifer says, you made me have a brainstorm and an aha moment. I can't wait to message you about it. I can't wait to hear from you, Jennifer. Thanks, you guys, for watching. I'm Brandy Peters. Have a good one. Bye.